Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <laughs> I just totally forgot. I never brought in any of my notes or any of my emails. Oh, you or text notes? Messages. You're freeballing it today. I buddy. am. I'm without boxers. Freeballing! <laughs> We'll play it by ear. If I need them, I'll go get them. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll just do what we do because we got a lot of voicemails. Hey, it's Reverend and Fuego over there. Hi. Glenn Cannon. Hi. What, what podcast are we on? It is the Migs cast. Thank and you. I am Steve Miggs. <laughs> I can, dude, your, your office is 37 feet away. I'll run yeah. and grab your notes off your desk. They're not on my desk. They're, they're wedged in somewhere. I'll, I'll get them in a oh. minute if I need to get them. You don't want me rifling through your stuff? Oh, you can. <laughs> I don't know what you're fine. How can people get a hold of us, Steve? A map to the body. <laughs> Rev, I have no idea. I was hoping eight, that would be the answer. 888-something. <laughs> Migs. I think it was 888-994-MIGS. Yes. Good job. But I'm not remember. sure. No, that's right. I don't think you can text us on the toll no. free, though, which is a drag. So, so 253-271 one four seven eight seven. Oh, look My at that. Man. I know yeah. that. The MigsCast at gmail.com. I know Excellent. that. Today is our big uh, voicemail, email, text message spectacular, <laughs> but I have all the text and the emails in the other room, so it might just be a voicemail spectacular. <laughs> We do have about 16 voicemails to get to. Oh, my God. Whoa. Whoa. Man, as we continue to fail our, our listeners. Yep. Uh, we got Stevie in studio. <laughs> Hi, Stevie. What's up, man? Hi. Stevie, uh, right before uh, we started the podcast, you saw Glenn. Glenn's like, hey, it's nice to meet you. And you're like, I've met you before. And then it got awkward. And I love awkward. So I was just sitting back enjoying the ride. I didn't think it was awkward. I was more, was I hammered drunk at the time? Because if we met at a show, there's a chance I don't Black remember out. any of it. Uh, well, twice we met. Uh, I met you up front of <laughs> Tony V's before I... Oh, I remember that. I remember yeah. that one, man. I was up there with Tony. We were going to see Woodshed and Superfecta. And I totally remember that, man. And I think that was the first time I actually saw Devils Hold Me Down, which I love that band now. That's right. So Devils much. was on that bill. Our good friend Wyatt only in the wreckage. Yeah. Hey, where's I, my dick? I remember meeting you. I remember <laughs> chatting. We had a killer conversation, actually. I totally remember that. that was, and yeah. I gave you a CD, which I don't think you've ever heard. It was a it was a collection mix. of covers. Yes, yeah. um, I think it's still sitting on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to admit, I can't remember the last time I actually put a CD in. Really, a- anything? Yeah, I've been just. Oh, man. Oh, dude, I'm I did that way. on Saturday. I've been streaming Pandora off my tablet, and oh, I carry my go. tablet with me from room to room in the house. So I've been living off my tablet for like four months now. I got the CD player in the car. Uh, going up to Comic-Con, I was trying to get myself jazzed up on Saturday, so I listened to the Mortal Kombat soundtrack. What? My man. Yeah, I got it when we did the, yeah, when we did the big, uh, uh, the big cleaning here at the station, I scooped up a lot of the older, I mean, literally like 90s CDs, a lot of really bad 90s, uh, like metal, new metal techno sort of mixes. Sweet. And that thing fell right into that. So it was some of that, <laughs> some stabbing westward, some crap oh, like that. Yeah. 
and that album is either really, really good at some points, a lot of the techno stuff, and then you get into the screamy new metal stuff, and I forgot how bad... Stabbing Westward? Uh, Stabbing Westward is a little bit higher on the echelon uh, for the ones that I so was the hearing Mortal there. So Com- the Mortal Kombat soundtrack you're saying is goes from pretty cool to just off. Yeah, it's, it starts off terrible. And has like five <laughs> tracks that are just all the techno ones that are pretty good. Right. And then a couple really horrifying metal tracks. Sweet. And I just kind of stopped listening. I'm like, all right, guys. Understood. There. Understood. It's funny because like a, a, a person that we work with gave me a copy of a CD that he played drums on like forever ago. He's like, oh, I know you play drums here. Listen to this band. I'm Uh-oh. not even in them. And I don't even know if you'll like it. But here you go. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got to listen. And I feel bad, but I, I don't have a CD player. So it's always a process. My, my CD player is my laptop. Now, right. my laptop goes HDMI into my stereo receiver, which then feeds my monitor, and I've got a gorgeous stereo setup, mm-hmm. but it does mean plopping a CD in my laptop. It's the only way I can listen to them. But it's, it's all HD, and it sounds, you know, freaking amazing. But I never get around to it, so I kept putting Same, it off, dude. and every time I... So yeah, that, that disc's sitting on my desk. I just want to... Yeah. Because I'm feeling guilty. Well, no, that's kind of where I'm going with this one, too, is the same thing. I see this disc, and then whenever I would see him at work, I'd be like, oh, crap, I hope he doesn't ask. And a couple times he did, I'm like, oh, man, my car's in the shop, and which was true, and you know, the CD's at my house. All this stuff, and I kept coming. Every time I would make it a point to try and avoid him. Well, I just found out today that he's been fired, and it was like three, mo- three months ago or three weeks ago he got fired. Oh, and I didn't realize that or he quit. I don't know one or the other. But say, how do you get fired from here? Uh, well, well, it usually <laughs> takes a lot of effort. Uh, usually, the day after a large function, you will yeah. uh, at least alcohol. A, a, yeah, the first couple of years, it was always a uh, you're willing. You're just waiting to see the email with the person's name in it to because. Yeah, someone messed up. Someone got a little too hammered and probably gave their opinions around the wrong people a little too loudly. And uh, to put it mildly, not everybody can be Miles or Thrill. If you know what I mean, like you know, and so certain people. <laughs> not, not everyone can get away with it. That's yes. what you're saying. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Well, anyways, long story short, he no longer works here, and I felt like a sigh of relief. Well, like, I didn't know there was an opening. I would have applied. <laughs> I can't believe that you're just like that's. You are like king of like for someone who likes confrontation at certain I, times. There are times when you will just. St- Steve not got him fired. Steve because got him had, fired so he wouldn't have to deal with I this did, issue. I did. I planted drugs in his desk. Hey, which wasn't clothes, what hey, got him clothes. fired, but no, still. That actually kept him here for two weeks. It, was, it backfired. <laughs> but you mentioned Devils Hunt Me Down, which is a great band. So I figured uh, if anyone hasn't heard their stuff, uh, here's a, one of their tracks off of their most recent EP. They put out three EPs within a certain span of time together. And one of my favorite songs is a track called Sky Island. And this is uh, Devils Hunt Me Down. comes. I can't even hear anything. Well, we don't care if you can hear. As long as the podcasters can. I'm just kidding. It's nice to see you again. You don't want to know where I've been. Don't even ask about the trouble I'm in. Yeah. I've been out far and wide. Had a lot of women by my side. Oh, yeah. But you're the only one who never <laughs> lied.
towards the end that I absolutely love. I'm going to get to that part. Because if you want to hear the whole song, you better buy it. Yeah, buy it, damn it. Speaking of whole songs, um, I was uh-huh. struck by a bolt of lightning over the weekend. Oh, there's this bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love this part the of the song. sings this. It's like chanting. Are we getting ready for, like, marching? I'm a sucker for a good chant. I have something very really? special in store for our Steve Miggs. Uh-oh. Oh, I no. did not have time to get it done before today's episode. I'm hoping by next week's episode... Something very extraordinary is going to take place. Whoa. Oh, man, does it involve strippers? <laughs> I guess in a way, sure. Uh-oh. Oh, geez. It, is it going to happen on the podcast? I was just driving, and it hit me like a bolt. Like, like I I put two and two together and came up with a million. I was like, oh, nee-wee. Wow. Yeah, it could end our friendship. Oh no! But I don't think it will. Or it there's could a, solidify our friendship. <laughs> there's an F and T's right there. Yeah, those so, are my favorite friendships—the ones where things get pushed to the point where it either makes the friendship stronger or it completely makes the friendship go to complete S. Wow! Well, now, now I'm, I'm on excited. the hook. I'm on the hook now to get. The, the, yeah. Yeah, I'm on the hook to get there. it done. I'm on the hook to get it done. I mean, if if worse comes to worse, you can just let me know and I'll just edit out this part. No, no. Oh, okay. No, I want to be on the hook to get it completed. I honestly wanted to try and get it completed before today's episode, and I could have. Glenn works great under pressure. Dude, oh, yeah, it was an hours. Pressure. It was an hours in the day thing. But oh, I'm excited. Yeah, it's something very special for for our boy Steven. Well, I have a, a surprise for you. You know, I, I mean, everyone knows that I play drums, but I've been working on my guitar playing. I've been watching some YouTube videos, and I've been working on my <laughs> bass playing as well. And I have a little bit of a home studio set up, and I wrote a new demo for a future Bruiser Brody song. I nice, wanted to run let's it by hear it. you. You guys have all seen John Travolta's phenomenon, right? That's kind of what's what's going on with Steve. There it is. He can pick things up very quickly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he'll be dead soon. How fantastic <laughs> is this? It's Steve, good, right? You've been working really hard on this. I haven't figured out any vocals. I figured out a fairness to Travis, he could work on that. Like maybe right here, he'd be going. Just like that. Yeah. And the song's called Petrodon. <laughs> it's actually called Valley of Vultures. Oh, I have, the, and our, I have our, our company's production <laughs> library now hooked up to my computer, so I have access to all these generic beds, beds, like, yeah. right? That are like whatever. Like, wh- give me a genre. What do you want to hear? Uh, polka. I was going to say polka core. You and I are really connecting today. Yeah, I know. Uh, Look at that. Yeah, same polka page. core loading tracks. There are if no you tracks have a, found. That's right, because polka core is a genre I specifically came up with to change the world. You know what? I didn't spell it with a K. That's the problem. Yeah. How did you spell polka? <laughs> no, core. Oh. K-O-R-E. <laughs> I'm like, yes, of course it is. Oh, it's like corn. Polkas. P-O-L-C-A. <laughs> All right, here we go. Polsha. Polsha. <laughs> ah, welcome to the city of Leavenworth, everybody. Doesn't this music make you want to have sex? At least sway a little bit. <laughs> How about Happy Polka? Yep, there oh, we go. Yeah. That's Polka Core. Polka your eyes out. Are you ready? Have you guys witnessed <laughs> the... Uh... First of all, this is spectacular. Um, 
I just picture like a cityscape on fast forward. Yeah. Someone walking down the way is just like, get out of my way. I have things to do. Yeah, and that 50s narrator comes on. Yep. This is where Jason works. Jason comes to work each day at 8 a.m. He had sex with the receptionist. Yep. They don't make eye contact anymore. He shoots smack in the bathroom. <laughs> Three of his kids were unwanted, and we're not sure they're even Jason's kids. Oh, wait, it's the 50s. <laughs> He's a total hophead. <laughs> Jason He's tried angel dust and jumped out of the second floor. <laughs> he smokes doobies, everybody. <laughs> Don't be like Jason. <laughs> I do like this music. <laughs> That's why I stopped it. Oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, you know, this is actually perfect music for running errands, and I've got to run an errand after this podcast is over. I've got... <laughs> Yeah, it's the go-getter music. So uh, He's going to get a new suit and cap. <laughs> I came home and I found out that my dog, Lulu, decided that she wanted to escape from her uh, little playpen that we've created at our home. Uh-oh. I got to show you a picture of this. This dog Lulu is has escaped Thunderdome. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I come home to that. This Lulu, 20 men enter, one dog leave. <laughs> oh, wow, she chewed her way to freedom. What are you doing to this dog, man? I don't know. I it's like 127 hours. Good God, that's plastic. She, yeah, yeah she, and you know, here's the funny part. She didn't eat the plastic. There were all these little plastic remnants. So she'd bite it, gnaw it off, and spit it out. She wanted it Good out. Good dog. Good she dog. She wanted it out of the pen. Right. I come home, and she's looking at me, and she's like, looks like she's been sweating. Like, she's just had a rough day. Yeah, that was a lot of work. And I'm like, Lulu, what the hell is going on? Wait. Why don't you just let the dog roam free in the house when you're gone? I would have no problem with that, but Sid Sid? would not be okay with that. So I created a pen that's pretty big for a little seven-pound dog. You mean like an entire floor of your home? Practically. No, it fits up a good portion of the room. Why can't Lulu wander? Dude, do we have to have this conversation with this music playing? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Even more so. Sid is a clean freak. And Uh the idea of Lulu peeing without her knowing where Lulu's peeing, even though Lulu, for the most part, These are risks you run as a pet owner. She wants a child. She's a clean freak that wants a child. I know. Okay? I don't want to be. I don't want to sink that Titanic. Wait till the first blowout. She's a clean freak that wants a child. Yes. There will be toys everywhere. There will be diarrhea stains on all your furniture. She will reek of decedent. And this is why I really want a child. Because I will break her with the child. I always say the dog is the best stepping stone to a child. Let the dog go free. If you smell urine, do your job as a parent and figure out where it's coming from. Well, I mean... Because you're going to need to know where your daughter's, you know, stashing her f- <laughs> Dude! Okay! All right! All right, wow, no more yeah. music. You're gonna the music's music. off. The music's wow. off. Wow, the music's off. Really I'm sorry. I, I get, I, I get very passionate when I, talk, when, I, when I talk about children. All right, hold on. Find See, look that. at that. Wrote it down See, right there at the time. I gotta, I tell, gotta find a new jerk. song. Tell Sid it's re- rehearsal practice because in 17 years, yeah. she'll be needing to figure out where your daughter's stash is and so she can take away the, you know... <laughs> The methamphetamine or whatever, man. Wow. I found a track called Bad Boy for Glenn. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry I swore. I just no, no, I you're find a bad it amusing yeah. that your wife won't let boy. your dog roam free, so but wants a child. I... Oh, this actually has... That's like Christians like against Christ. It, it doesn't make sense to me at all. She's a clean freak that wants a kid. Well, you know what? That's like being a germaphobe and working at one of those stroke booth places where you have to mop Whoa. up the leavings. Jeez, you are just full of visuals. Today. I've switched to bad, bad boy. Cause, <laughs> oh. And if there's a third bad, bad, bad boy, I'm going to play it. The bad, bad, bad. <laughs> or he's going to drop bad the- boy. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just defending your dog. Glenn's a bad boy. And maybe even you, man. 
because it wasn't. Well, Glenn's a bad boy. Did you notice? <laughs> Steve didn't say Sid and Glenn's I feel. A bad boy. It was straight up. Oh no, I would have my dog free. Well, you need to yeah. work that out, man. <laughs> you know what? Good luck to me and good luck to you on that one. And, would you like me to counsel Glenn, her a bit? No, because I know how you do things. Glenn. <laughs> you will murder her. There are. I won't murder her. I'll come home. I and, love her. And, and and Glenn will be like, I fixed the problem. You don't have a wife anymore. But no, I, I will the just problem. have a conversation with her, like, hun. Glenn, you know, yeah. there are some hills that you choose to die on. <laughs> this <laughs> is not one of I them. I'm doing it for Steve. This is not one of them. Are you sure, man? Yeah, choose Glenn's to- a bad boy. <laughs> bad, bad choose boy. Wisely. Glenn's a bad boy. I love boy. Sid. Who tied my wife I think Sid finds up. me endearing. And I'm she sure. won't after this conversation. Now, Lulu d- Glenn's a bad boy. <laughs> does Lulu have a habit of peeing where, where she shouldn't? Oh, sometimes, yeah. Okay, well, it's an animal. It's been, it's Animals been, do that. That's nothing compared to what a no, child I mean, might do someday. For the most part, she's pretty damn good. But uh, I think the big fear is she might be good because she's crate trained. Uh, and, and it's actually from what the research on Lulu crate, is crate trained. Crate trained. Take her on an aeroplane. I was thinking crazy train. train. Yeah, I was thinking crazy train with crazy train. Lulu can't run free because she's crazy trained. I don't know. This is such a weird podcast that has only started (laughs) weird and gotten weirder. Let me, uh. All I wanted to say is I got to go to a damn plastic place because I got to get something that she can't bite through. And I'm going to go to a pl- and apparently there's or, a store. Or you co- could have a conversation with We can't have wife. this conversation right now. <laughs> there are not conversations happening. Plastic is more important than conversation. I need to go to the plastic store, Glenn. We've already figured this out. <laughs> he wants me to stop cutting him off so bad. <laughs> I don't care. Stop threatening to have this conversation. Just, instead of spending eight bucks, sit down and chat it with It might be more than eight dollars. <laughs> I have a very good feeling that it's probably going to cost me like sixty dollars. I have no idea. He's going to have to make Thunderdome. He'll have like steel, <laughs> like fabricated from car bumpers and like disheveled Volkswagen parts. So I'm going to go get some plastic. I think it's like this kind of a, like acrylic plastic. Oh, yeah. So it'll be like a see-through chair. like the dog in the bubble. It's going to be like Silence of the Lulu. It's <laughs> the and- Andromeda strain, you know? Come on, my dog is eating my wife because Whoa. Glenn tied her up and threw her in the kennel. No, what and I'm going to do is the dog will be in the crate. I'm going to sneak into his house once a day and pee in the corner. And they'll be like, what's going on? How is this possible? That dog is leaving really big logs. Oh, song's over. <laughs> I want to, for the sake of Steve's frayed nerves, I want to redirect and thank your lovely wife, Michelle. Oh! Tawny and I went Got to on? the grill at Ipanina. It was uh, incredible. Yeah, so I've never done it. Tell me. Tell um, me because so we're probably never going to go. We, uh, well, Tawny and I discussed that at length. She's a vegan, right? Your wife's a vegan? She's picky. So, she's picky, okay. So she's picky, doesn't necessarily like me. Well, why well, do, don't you have a conversation with her to they fix do that? Have, shush, shush. They have a... <laughs> Glenn's conversations don't need to be happening. <laughs> Steve's going to punch me today. <laughs> Today's the day Steve hits me. Oh, so, I don't care. So my wife normally That's does... That's what he says, she does but chick- I can see it in his eyes. She does chicken, uh, usually burnt chicken because she doesn't like the texture. What the hell was that? I don't know. <laughs> like a vacuum? <laughs> It's like a Roomba set to like 11. Oh, I think it made him crazy. <laughs> made him? No, I think he was already there. Okay. All right, tell okay. us about your eating experience. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> this is good. This is good meat. Sweet. I'm song. in. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, this is good meat. So, music. um, if you guys do decide to go, since she's not strictly vegan, yeah. they do have 
a rockin' salad bar, which is kind of part of the, how the whole thing works. Okay. And Now, do you have to toss it yourself, or does somebody come over and toss it for you? <laughs> I like my salad tossed with jelly. Yeah. Uh, no, um... Uh, no, there were a couple uh, attractive Brazilian hostess and waitresses there, but my wife looked lovely, and we were we were focusing on <laughs> yeah. each other. It was actually kind of the nicest evening we've had in a while. It was really Good. awesome. Like Great. Michelle, love you, hon. Like Tony and I had the nicest night. It was killer. So anyway, they don't just do meat on the skewers. They also will do like shrimp and chicken. Oh, okay. If they do shrimp, then we're in. Okay, you Ooh, guys yeah. need to do that. Um, go. So yeah, when you when you show up, the hostess kind of hips you to the deal, mm-hmm. and you walk past this really amazing salad bar. And when I say salad bar, it's it's not just salad. I mean they have do they have those little tiny corns? Oh uh, no, there were Damn no it. tiny corns. But the, it's the variations are it's it's basically it's it's killer. Mm-hmm. I mean you could almost just eat at that area. Oh yeah, this is appropriate. It's Brazilian music. So. Then you get this little coaster, and it's red light, green light. When you want them to stop swinging by your table with stuff, you red light it. You red light it. Nice. You take a so breather. You grab whatever. I mean, it, I can't even remember what all. It seems kind of like dim sum at that had. point. Yeah, it was super cool. Like we we raided the salad bar at the little hostess girl's behest, mm-hmm. and then like every minute, a dude comes by with a new skewer. You want more pizza? You know? Hey, That's this my Brazilian is Brazilian accent. Yaman. Yeah, this is X. This is Y. Um, the the, the fillet was incredible. The tri tip was incredible. I had some shrimp that were incredible. There was a chicken. I mean, all the meats are awesome. And these guys just wander around with a skewer until you flip your thing over, and it'll get to a point where you'll Fantastic. have ten different kinds of meat on now, this you, little plate off can to you the side. Flip it back over. Can you like? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure that if you just like, you can take back. Change my yeah. mind. Change my mind. I yeah. want more meat. You yeah. can sit there for four hours. Like Ooh. you could literally just mow and then flip it over and sit and chat. Nice. And then when you're ready again, you flip it back, and that's kind of what Tony and I did. I think so the we were there for a couple is, hours. The price tag's worth it. But we got. I mean, Michelle hooked you up. Because she found a Groupon, and that's yeah. how she ended up doing it. Was like, I got a Groupon. Let's make this happen. That was uh, Michelle. Again, thank you so much. And honestly, Tony and I, we you know we're just kind of slaves to the grind, right? We had the nicest evening. We went we went out. She looked beautiful. We sat. We chatted. We giggled about how cool the meal was. Nice. That's awesome. It was an nice awesome legit night. Date night. Yeah, Killer, man. yeah. So we like. Did you guys I'm, go I'm to the sure. plastic store afterwards to get uh, <laughs> some plastic cut? <laughs> Uh, we we did actually. Nice. Um, <laughs> it's because I heard that you've been having accidents in the house. When I walked into the plastic <laughs> store, they were like, "You don't let your animals roam free. What kind of parent are you?" And I was like, "Wow." Oh, now we see we shaming <laughs> parent shaming. Yeah, I yeah. See how it is. Look at this. I let my cats roam free. But They're cats. I would say um, she, dude, if she's not strictly vegan, yeah, she can. She'll definitely go totally down. Totally go. So yeah, that salad bar. I'm not doing it justice because I can't remember what all. It was a lot more than just a salad bar. It was okay. killer. Nice. Um, so you could go in there as a vegan and have an amazing meal, all you can eat. Nice. Um, if she's just picky, dude, um, shrimp, chicken, fish, it comes around as frequently okay, yeah. as she'll the She'll definitely meats. do shrimp and she'll definitely do uh, fish. So that's awesome. Then, yeah, we'll have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, they do. A little, and cool. you might have to wait a little while because it might be like, you know, this type of steak, this type of steak. Okay, this is a pork. This is a pork. Here's these sausages. Here's the steak. And then 20 when, minutes go by and, okay, here's the shrimp. Here's the chicken. Here's the, you know we, what I mean? When we go to Conveyor Belt Sushi, the only thing she has uh, is the shrimp nigiri. Okay. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. all she'll eat. Oh. But she'll put away a bunch of plates of those. Yeah. But it's her. It's the same patience thing. She'll I wait for him to 
go those damn down. things, man. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, they'll they'll just take them right off the skewer for you. Or like when they come around with that skewer full of meat, you have like tongs. Oh. So you tell the guy because everything is basically seared, and then as it gets towards the center of the skewer, it's more and more rare. Mm-hmm. So you can tell the guy like, man, I want a real rare slice, and he'll rotate that baby and take this big knife and start <laughs> carving it off, and then you reach up with your little clampies, Ooh, and you grab it, and then he will cut it free for you. And it's dude, it was dope. How Her- long did you guys spend there? I think Tony and I were there probably two hours, nice. hour and a half, two hours, All right, yeah. just sitting and chatting and, and really enjoying each other's company and a great meal. And it was like beyond cool. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was beyond cool. So yeah, neither of us have reached. I figured I'd wait till the podcast to talk about it, but I, I know both of us want to reach out to Michelle and, and send her a message like, huh? Right on. Right it on. was the nicest night her and I have had together in a, in a while, man. You know, we just, we haven't. We haven't been able to get out on the town and do anything cool like that. That was kind of like us forever. with uh, uh, with uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah, like, yeah. We were able to go to there's a place in uh, kind of in Parkland called Bar Bistro. <laughs> wow, I had a little excessive there. That was a lot of meat. <laughs> <laughs> we went to this little place called Bar Bistro, and they had they're kind of fancy, especially out in uh, Parkland. God damn, are they boning or are they making meat, man? Steve's really rocking the sound effects. Mm. Tough. I just, I'm just playing it. just going through every track. Oh, you're so not even random. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is some knifings. This is a really weird podcast, guys. I'm getting kind of turned on. I got a boner. <laughs> Watch out! Watch out! That knife's out. All right, tell us more. Barbie Stro. It's a great. It's a great place in Parkland, uh, uh, a Midland area sort of thing, kind of like that. Yep. Um, but it's uh, they, they're the they're it's like kind of this like this little room bar, and they're kind of fancy with their meals. But they're they're the type of bar that'll have the uh, the Bloody Mary with an actual like meal. Attached Ooh. to the top of it, oh, like so a grilled cheese sandwich, yeah, yeah. absolutely bacon bites, and, yeah, yeah. So they had oh, a they had so a good. specialty. That's really good, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, the forum, oh, dude, I don't so know if the, the forum in Puyallup. I don't think it's open yet. I think they're remodeling, mm-hmm. but I know the forum in Puyallup would have like a grilled cheese sandwich, like shrimp, and a few other things yeah. all on a toothpick. In your Bloody Mary. Yeah. Just oh, hanging on top. So They're you're fantastic. Insane. So basically your Bloody Mary was also your lunch. Yeah. My mouth is watering. Oh. They're like so bad right now. It, it, it's And they're so worth it. Dude, go online and just look up like crazy Bloody Marys and you'll find like all these crazy concoctions where it's like a full on cheeseburger mm-hmm. on top mm-hmm. of a Bloody Mary. Cheesy. Which also sounds fantastic. Right? I haven't I'm hungry. Yet today. Oh, so oh we yeah. ate earlier because yeah, yeah. our friend Stevie over here he brought us up. Uh, tater tot casserole with men's oh, room original dude. sausage. Oh, yeah. Well done, man. I was about to grab a slice for you. No, it's all good. No, it's all good. Well, I didn't, uh, but I was going <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as I was about to, a couple uh, ladies that work at our station caught wind that th- it was there, and one of them's really, really hot, so I just let her eat the rest of it. So, sorry. <laughs> Is she the, the snotty hot one? No. No, no. that one would No, he would have jacked no. it right oh, back. I would have ripped it out of her mouth. Yeah, I would have like ripped that. it out of her cold hands yeah. Ooh. for you. Ooh. This other one's and this way, she She's not that hot. Like Not that. anymore. Not and see, honestly, she wasn't in the first place. Yeah, she, she was, was good from far, cute. but far from good. She was cute, oh, and she went from cute to, you know... Repulsive. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, maybe a little too extreme. Hot take there. Actually, I saw Steve was on his way to the restroom to urinate, and she was laying in the hallway on fire. I did. Yeah. And Steve not, chose not, to yeah. walk past her burning body and urinate in the urinal rather yep. than use his own urine to put her out. And I thought that was a pretty pretty <laughs> solid statement regarding Steve's feelings uh, yeah. on the matter. I mean, I did. I, I, I kicked her foot out of the way, so 
Yeah, put a little of the fire out inadvertently. God, that that line reminds me of a time that I was trying to help BJ make good with uh, some guys that he had pissed off in this area, and they sent me back that line. Oh, really? Like I was like, they, hey, hey, we BJ, wouldn't pee on yeah. him if he was on fire. BJ wants to apologize, and then he was like, uh, no, like, wow. yeah, and. and Eventually, what did he do? Uh, he called him out something for being. He shouldn't have? Yeah, yeah, he called him out for being late for a segment back when they were on the old uh, on the radio for guys station. Yeah, on the buzz, and yeah. they were late. And this is back before BJ has calmed and understands that sometimes people are late. It sucks. Yeah. And it's not something that you want to have. You happen. want one of those BJ tears? Oh yeah. Oh, one of my favorites still was the time that Chris Cornell called in late. This is many, 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 obviously. BJ many. ripped into Chris Cornell? No, he left the room and would not do the interview. So then it was just left with me and, and Double R was there yeah. at the time. But it was basically it's probably a R, killer interview, actually. I'm sorry. But I met yeah. you and Double R, it was probably a great well, interview. I don't even think Double R really had much to offer because he was yeah. just like, whatever, man. Like, he yeah. was just like, so I went to the interview because it was live. I mean, I had no other choice. BJ and locked himself Cornell in was great. Room. Yeah. He was great. He was just late. BJ was, yeah. Let's not also forget the time that Peter Chris from Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> the shortest interview ever. Oh, what's that, Stevie? I uh, know. I am. Um, I found that audio of that Peter Chris interview. Oh, I, <laughs> I wonder if it's online. I, oh, I know, right? Well, I want to throw out there as a compliment, mainly to you, Steve. And I remember this is way back. This is when you guys were still on the end. No, it would have been here. It would have been here. I'm wrong because Double R was on the show. But I think BJ was gone for a week. Yeah. And you and Double R pretty much were the show that yeah. week. And. You guys were constantly like, yep, yeah, sorry, BJ's out. We're doing the best we can, et cetera. And I mean, this is no offense to BJ, because you know I love BJ. <laughs> yeah. The show was incredible that week. Oh, thank I you. thought it was freaking awesome. It was great. I really enjoyed it. It was a totally different dynamic. Of course. But yeah. um, it was funny to me, because you guys kept apologizing for the fact That's that- because our boss would yell at us after every show, for, well, so we were always like apologizing. Well, yeah, but you guys were like, it, it was, it, it's not, yeah. not, you know, not as a slate against PJ, but you guys were apologizing for the show not being as good, mm -hmm. and I thought it was fantastic. Oh, thank you, man. You know, and- um, yeah, it's funny that we've known each other all these years, and I've never told you about that. But I remember, I, we, we hadn't even really met This doesn't make then. up for the whole dog yeah, thing. Yeah, cue, <laughs> cue up that love yeah, music I mean, there over there, if yeah. you got any. <laughs> I crossed the line this morning, man. I crossed People will log line. in, and it'll just be the cartoon cartoon of you and Steve. I'll no longer be, <laughs> There's you just know? a shadow. Yeah, of yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know who this third guy is. Maybe a little pile of ash, you yeah. know? <laughs> like, there we go. There we go. This is the love music that came up. No, I can't like find the interview. I, you know, we lost so many great pieces of interviews and audio the because transfer. when they went to a new server, a lot of like our early years stuff. They just, just got, nuked it. They nuked it. Oh. And, and so the Peter Chris interview really did not last very long. I mean, Stevie, you remember it? Yeah, because I, I somehow I, this is like in 2008, I burnt it on a disc, but I couldn't <laughs> transfer it to a, like a me another medium. And I gave it to my roommate. He like, he just did this. Like, All right, it's done. Like. Wow. So I will send a copy of that to you. What, ha what happened? So he called. He was supposed happened. to be on like at 630. Let's yeah, just say. It was an early uh, this one. 635-ish, he finally calls. Now, in all fairness to Peter Chris, the issue was he was doing a radio tour. For those that don't know what a radio tour is, you get Peter Chris goes into a room with a company, company X, Y, and Z, and what they do is patch him into 10 different radio stations over the course of So one of his interviews ran a little long. Yep. Which yeah. happens all the time, which we've been guilty of, and sometimes I have to lay into BG. I'm like, hey, man, wrap it up. Well, and he's we, like, we did that to STP on this show. Yeah. yeah. And it happens before where he's like, he keeps talking. I'm like, hey, man, wrap it up. You know how much you hate it when a guest is late for you? 
you're the reason why that guest is now going to be late for the next interview. And it just snowballs. Right. So it continues. So he must have done like three or four interviews before. He was there already. He was doing interviews. He was late on ours. BJ is like giving him a hard time about calling late. He's like, hey, man, I was on time. Because in his head, Peter Chris's head, which was a logical thing, yeah, he was on time. He showed up at 6 a.m. to do his interviews. It just so happened that his interviews were going late because of other radio shows right. keeping him, which is understandable. And I whoever's it. running him is saying, on to the next one, on to the next one. So he's being guided. So yeah. Okay. He has no idea. Sure. Yeah. So finally, just he gets annoyed with... And I can't remember what, what did BJ say. Do you remember like something like I now um, know why you were not. You're not in Kiss. Oh no, yeah, like, oh, now I know no why hates you or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Now, mind you, BJ said that to him. I'm. You know me. I you're love a Kiss. Kiss fan. And Peter Chris, I understand, is not the world's greatest drummer, but he's one of my all time favorite drummer. He's the drummer of one of my all time favorite bands. He's the Cat Man. Like. I was him for Halloween. I was so excited to talk to Peter Chris. I was like, this is, I'm, I've talked to Paul. I've talked to Gene. I've talked to Ace. I've never talked to Peter. This is and the moment. Yeah. This was the moment. There goes my hero. And he says something like, yeah, now I know why Gene hates you. It was something <laughs> really caustic oh, like that. Yeah. You know old it school BJ. brutal. Yeah. Well, then I, I mean, damn, dude. I really, <laughs> whoa. And then all of a sudden he's like, I don't have to, I don't need to hear it. I don't have to deal with this or something along those lines and just click. click, and click. Yeah, I don't, I think maybe you got through the intro. I did because I, I played Strutter. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he hangs up and, and, and then Toppy hits the theme to Strutter again. Yeah. And I'm just like. There goes my hero. He's gone. Well, that just happened. Yeah. He's my favorite drummer. Gone. Plus the bummers. Imagine, because I know how it is as a listener and a fan of the station, when I hear so-and-so and such and such is going to be on. Yeah. I mean, even if I have to pull over, or yeah. there have been times I've been late for work, and I'm like, sure. dude, F it. I want to hear this interview. So you got to figure there were probably a couple <laughs> hundred thousand people waiting Kiss for fans. this Peter Chris interview. Kiss. And, and then BJ tells him, Whoa. I know why Gene hates oh, you. Oh, I would have been sitting in my car like, oh, what? <laughs> That's basically what, what happened, yeah. Which, if you're not a Kiss I don't fan. I time for this. Click. You know. Probably oh. awesome if you're not a Kiss fan. Yeah. I'm not a Kiss fan. I don't think that's awesome. I think that's way across the line. Oh, I was bombed. And I'm not a Kiss fan at all, but man, you don't do someone like that. Yeah, and then I was just like, because afterwards we get off and he's he's like, ah, and I'm like, dude, it's not, it wasn't, he he was on time. (laughs) Steve, the voice of reason. And yeah. How many years later has this dynamic continued? It never ends. Steve, the voice of reason. Yeah. It's like, yeah, dude, the guy's late because of other people. So then Chris Cornell was late once. I'm forgetting, there's been a lot of those kind of situations back in the old days. Oh, back in the old days, he would just get, he would go on a tear. But nowadays you just tell him, hey, he's running late. He's like, all right. He doesn't even care. That's the sweat lodge and the peyote, man. Yeah. It's working for him. It did. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. That's cool. What is it? Ayahuasca? Or Ayahuasca. 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 Yeah, good for Ayahuasca. BJ, man. Oh, that's yeah, that's a, cool. He's, he's night and day to where he wants. Some probably miss that side of him. Others don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> As a listener, I don't feel like this dynamic of the show has changed. No, no. As a just, listener. It's more fun. I think, if anything. Like well, that. he still goes on his rants and he tears. Does, but, he does. But it's less stressful on our end. <laughs> but that is what I'm, I imagine from your side of things, it's a lot different. Well, because, you know, he'll go on him. I'll let him kind of do his thing. And then he'll get a vibe of when he should stop. In the past, he didn't know when to stop. So he just went for four hours and then the show was over. Yeah. And then eventually he cools off. Now it's like he gets a vibe of, okay, I've gotten my point across. I've said everything I need to say. Time to pump the brakes. Two minutes later. 
I can I can cool off and then yeah. we move on. And it's it's a lot. Of, it's it's mm-hmm. more fun that way because I do enjoy a good BJ fly off the top of the handle moment. But I don't. None of no one enjoys four hours of it. It's <laughs> yeah. exhausting. Yeah. So, anyways, um, that was. Yeah. No. There's one. It was like top of the morning, six o'clock. He went into a rant about something, and then then you guys went into a best of. Do you remember that? Uh, which which <laughs> time? Yeah, there's been a couple of times. There's been a couple of times where we just suddenly went into a best of. If that ever happened, that was because he locked himself in the office and refused to come back. <laughs> you guys had to continue the show. <laughs> we had to switch the best of. Because I remember you guys did a a dumb. Oh, no, no. It's like, why are we doing a podcast at six fifty eight oh, in the morning? We could write a book. Well, we could write a book oh, of the behind man. the scenes. The old, I always loved the locking him because he, we shared an office. So then there would be that, out. so then there'd be that awkward moment of, cause he was never really mad at me or, you know, I mean, one, every once in a while, sure. But so then there'd be that awkward moment of Can I come in quiet, still quiet. All right. Let me call him. I call him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, that's me knocking at the door. Can you all let me? (laughs) I got work to do, man. (laughs) Oh, man. Fine. And it was like tail between his legs. Okay. And then we'd have the conversation. And usually at that point, it's like he just goes home or something. Or we go back on the air. Man, oh, man, dude. I I do not miss those days. Yeah. Some Some of the more tense moments. And it's all stuff that we're saying. It's not stuff that I wouldn't. We've talked about on the air. So it's not like as if we're. Diming BJ out, and you know I love him, and we all do. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I'm a but, fan, and he's a great guy. I love. But him he'll be death. the first to admit that he was not always, and uh, sometimes it wasn't his fault. But he might not have always handled it the best way. Because right. typically, it's not the best way is to lock yourself in an <laughs> office. No, no. But, <laughs> no hey. that, that's a bit of a the talent moment right oh, there, yeah. man. You know. Hey, hey, BJ. <laughs> hey, can I, uh, it's can, Steve. Can I can uh, I come in, please? I, I just want my coffee. It's on my desk. <laughs> I didn't know you were gonna have that. It's just my favorite mug, and all the other dirt, all the Man. other dishes are dirty. Um, there was a couple times I thought it was a bit too. Oh, gosh. And it wasn't. Yeah. And so I'm just like, now he's like, hey, man, are you going to come back? No. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> Talk to you later. All right. Have a good day. Yeah. I'm going to go hide in my booth now. Hey, speaking of interviews, uh, I, I came across this audio. And it's not, I don't want to go. Obviously, we're not a political show and we're not looking to go political. But obviously, there's a lot of people that used to work for Donald Trump that don't work for Trump anymore. Oh. Did you hear that some guy was being interviewed on CNN and he's a former uh, Trump aide? Mm-hmm. And I guess the uh, host of CNN. Just straight up accuses him of being drunk on the interview. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, let's, let's, I'm, I'm into this. <laughs> All let's, right, let's, let's check it out. This. Let's swim in these waters. <laughs> Talked earlier about what people in the White House were saying about you. Yeah. Talking about whether you, you were, you were drinking or on drugs or whatever they uh, had happened today. Um, talking to you. Yeah. I have smelled alcohol on your breath. <laughs> well, I, I have not had a drink. You haven't had a drink. So that's no. not. No. So I, I just, because it is the talk out there, again, I know it's awkward. Let me just get, give you the question. Well, you can categorically uh, answer, answer that. Uh, no, you have you had a drink answer, today? My answer is no. I have not. Anything else? No. 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 Did you just smoke a doobie beforehand? Besides my meds. Oh. <laughs> Antidepressants. Is that okay? No, yeah. but I mean, I'm... Antidepressants. I know when I'm bummed out, I take six oxys too, you know? <laughs> With a shot smoke a little, uh, no smoke a little cocaine off some aluminum foil using a Bic pen as a straw. You know, it makes meds. me feel better. Oddly specific there, sir. <laughs> trying to understand... Well, look, well, look, they, what can say, today. they can say whatever they want. I don't really care. Once again. <laughs> I just, I just want to say, the man worked for Trump. Of course he's drinking. 
right? I mean, of course he's like, man, I need a shot now. Right. You know, I'm not going to fault that guy. Trump wants to she hit the button been like, again. She should have just quietly like put her hand on his knee and nodded like, it's going to be okay. It'll be fine. Yeah. Have you ever had those moments where you were somewhere where somebody was drunk and they weren't supposed to be drunk and you're like, do I have this conversation? Should I say anything to this person? I don't say a thing because as long as I'm not personally involved, yeah, uh, I'll just I'll just be a viewer. Okay, here's a good one. Though. Okay, I, I, I hate I hate I, to admit though. I, I just want to. You're drunk right now. Okay, fine. No, but I've been in I that situation, and it's line. usually like, hey, man, can I get a shot? <laughs> you know, like, like in that inappropriate, like, I man, you got it. you're bloused, and we shouldn't be drinking, but dude, can I hit that? Dude, it's, it goes, so, uh, it's a story I've shared I feel really bad now, suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a story I've shared before where uh, at EnFest, when I worked that one time, and after everything was all said and done, it's party time, and I was all hopped up on ecstasy, and I went up to the band <laughs> Dynamite Hack. And it was kind of reminds me of that story, like what you just Boys said. In the hood. Because, and, and I did a great interview with them earlier. They were good guys, fellow Weezer fans. And I saw them like, hey, Dynamite Hack, what's up? Like, like you know, I'm flying high. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys, they're all looking at me like, what's going on with this dude? He's not the same guy that we talked to earlier. He's changed. And one of the guys just kind of grabs me out of the arm and goes, I don't know what you're on. And I thought he was going to get mad at me. And he goes, but I'm pretty sure we want some too. <laughs> and I looked at him and I go, follow me. <laughs> Here's yeah. Willy Wonka here. And now we walked to now the sales guy. Now you're the awesome guy. radio guy. Right. You are the awesome radio guy instantly. We, we find this sales guy who was the guy that had like this giant pillbox of ecstasy. Sure. And I'm like, hey man, dynamite hack. Took him up, you know, and I paid for whatever. And oh, nice. Got him all some. You and, paid for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. Are, dude, he is definitely, I guarantee oh, I was, you, they're was, like, man, that high. guy in Seattle, that yeah. guy in Seattle. No, no, no. You, that's. Oh, dude, they. My man. They hooked me up with tickets to see them open for Weezer in New Jersey. Tight. A sold out show at a small venue, which was impossible oh. to get into. They were the opening band and they remembered me. Of course they did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gave me their number. We I remember in touch. everyone that's ever gotten me wasted, I think, almost maybe. <laughs> Fast forward, we're on their bus and we're all high as F. We're listening to Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah. Yeah. Crying. <laughs> crying. <laughs> Religious moment with dynamite hack. Listening to the Beach Boys pet sounds, crying, singing along to Weezer songs. Dude, at one point I found there was like so many people on the bus. They were inviting everybody on the bus. It was so much fun. But at one point I'm like, I get up and I'm like, God, it's pause the music. And I look at them all and I'm like, there's too many people on this bus. And everyone's like, what? And I'm like, you guys need a bigger bus. (laughs) (laughs) You need to sell more records and get a bigger bus. And everyone got quiet thinking like they were going to get mad. And then you start laughing. They go, you need to play our song more. (laughs) Oh, see? These guys rule, man. Yeah, dude. They were the best guys. To this day, I will always, whenever I hear Boys in the Hood or any of the songs off of that record, I love that record probably because of the story. Yeah. But it was like the same thing. You are the awesome radio guy. I hope that they still look back on that time. Like, remember that guy? I guarantee, man. Yeah, yeah, the sure. Of that course. got us really high, and we cried to uh, Jeff Buckley. <laughs> you don't forget that. Well, maybe you, I don't know. Yeah, that was the first time I ever heard the song. Oh, really? It's a fantastic really? piece of music. Yes. Wow. Yeah, it was right around that record. I think that music. record recently was out at that time. I don't know. Or that would have been ninety four. Okay, so it was out for a couple of years. Yeah, ninety four is when this is probably like ninety nine ish. Oh, yeah, it had been out for a while by yeah. then, bro. Okay. He might have even been dead, dead by then. Well, I wasn't a Jeff Buckley guy. Yeah. You know, that wasn't on my radar. I wasn't really into, like, singer-songwriter 
style artists. Like if you were, well, I heard, if you didn't have a band name, I didn't listen to you. If you were just, you went by right. your, your own name. Yeah. I was like, you hey, were man. terribly scarred by Brian Adams and figured that anyone that just went by their own name. <laughs> Glenn knows me all too well. <laughs> hey, Dynamite Hacks does a Facebook page and they're still posting stuff. And they're hey. still high. Hey guys, remember when I gave you a bunch of ecstasy? Wasn't that cool? Wasn't that fun? <laughs> we cried to Jeff Buckley. So I should just post the Jeff Buckley video yeah. and see hey what guys. they do. Remember? Remember me? Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm showing how old I am. Wow, congratulations. Pepperidge on... Farms is willing not to talk about it if you buy some of these lovely Milano cookies. Mm. <laughs> but, um, dude, uh, friends of the family were telling me a story. They went to some thing, like a, like a play or something like that, and they realized as they were going that the person that was driving was drunk. No. That's sort of uncool. And they didn't know because this person was like hiding their alcoholism. But oh, as yeah. and then it was just like they, I guess, were just like, "What the hell do we do?" Hey, man, let me drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, they, Jesus, I mean, take the wheel. Yeah. Jesus, take Jesus, the wheel. You can't please. be confrontational because that's going to blow up in your face. But you just yeah. be like, "Hey, man, uh, you've had a couple, and it's all good. I don't care." But let me drive just yeah. to make. I don't want you to get in trouble. That's ridiculous. You just make it so non-confrontational and cool. But mind you, this is like a bunch of like. 40 something year old women, 50 year old women that, and the, the other, you know, probably 50 something year old just women. They're praying under their breasts at that point. Yeah. And they, I mean, they would have never guessed that she was, and then they find out, like, and like, yeah, on the way back, one of the other ones drove. But at yeah. the time, they were just like, what are, right. looking at each other, like, what are we going to do? Like, do, do you hear, do you see what I'm seeing? Like, do you know, are we swerving? I'm like, that is a dilemma I would never hope to have. It, I remember, it's totally lame. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching a dude who got, uh, where I was working, uh, gosh, this was when I was like 18 or something, working for a, a company that makes reservoir tanks for like kidney dialysis machines. I was a person making those things for people. Um, but one poor of, people. Yeah, one of the guys in the shipping uh, area uh, had a history of coming in, and most of the time he could keep it together even if he was a little ham bone, so they would look the blind eye. But one day it was just, it looked like he had not slept in like three days. Like oh, it was man. a Monday. Yeah. So it was like he took Friday and just went the whole thing. It looked like he just like. He'd been on a bender. Yeah, like ate an ashtray. Like just the, everything just uh. like looked horrifying. And they're just like, Dude, and then the next day he wasn't back. He was like, "Oh, oh. they had to let him go." They, they absolutely did. Yeah, and it was this was one of those where it's like most of the time people are not gonna say anything about the fact that you got whiskey breath at six in the morning. Yeah, yeah. but when you're looking like that and not doing your job, yeah, no. Hey, uh, speaking of alcohol, <laughs> how was your show at Highway Ninety Nine Blues Club? <laughs> oh uh, man, um, I probably missed it. Had a blast. It was killer. Um, a bunch of great, you know. Know, a bunch of great friends came down to support. Um, we hadn't played together in a year. Um, wow. I watched the, uh, there was a live video. I believe yeah. Jeff from your band posted. Yep, so yep. I watched a little we, bit. Of that. We ripped. You guys the sounded other, the tight. Very first song. The guys uh, I just gotten back my '73 Les Paul Custom and the the rear strap lock had a big notch carved in it, and so yep. the strap hopped off. So I, yeah, I angry face. Yeah, that I, I sat there going whoa, and the guitar's <laughs> hanging there, and I'm trying to fix it and kind of you know. I've had that happen in a rock band. Yeah, yeah, it's a pain in the ass, but um, I got it together. The rest of the show, actually, the whole show was killer. We had a blast, and then that quickly segued into, I think we have a couple more shows coming up now. Nice. And wow. We really have to get that material recorded. I've already talked to Brett about it. He's all about it. Um, we uh, we got to do it. Yeah. Honestly, if I talked to Brett about how we, because we would just go cut it live, and I'd probably fly in vocals and guitar solos, but the three of us just jam so organically. We just go in and play it. Yeah, why not? Um, 
So yeah, it's one of those things like I'm thinking about doing a crowdfunding because we only need about twenty five hundred bucks, mm-hmm. and that would pay for everything. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, then the other side of that is if I'm going to do any kind of crowdfunding, shouldn't I be pouring that into window pane? Yeah. So yeah, that, that's Brody, man. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. Well, that's okay. that's you know, window pane's my life's work, and right. so it's no. A, it's you a, should be able to do other stuff as well. Oh, and I know they they supported fully. Tony was at the show. I mean, it's not like they don't support the project. I'm just thinking on a personal level. If I'm going to raise money for something, I should probably raise it for window pane. You know, have one of the other have one of the other guys yeah. in the band do the fundraiser, and then you just share. Oh, it. Tony killed himself making that last record happen. Um, yeah. Oh, you mean Jeff and Wes? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, have Tony do it for yeah. the Highway and uh, for the Glen <laughs> County Blues Trio. That'd be funny. It's, hey, it's, Tony, do, would you hey, mind? Man, I know you like doing. We'll this make sort of it happen. Thing. It's just if I'm going to do <laughs> if I'm going to do any kind of crowdfunding, I I would want to direct it towards window sure. pane because window pane's the main. That's your guy. This is something I love doing and the material's really killer and I want to get it out there in the world but I have to prioritize window pane. So I'm kind of in a weird spot like not even weird but you you get understand the challenge but the show was killer. We're going to have a few more coming up. Um man we dusted off our, you know, we have six or seven original songs and uh we hadn't played them in a year and just came right together, nailed it. I mean, Jeff uh, Jeff Eason and Wes Peterson are both just amazing musicians. Mm-hmm. So I've got this monster rhythm section, and I just get to go play guitar and, and pretend it's 1977 again. And Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so it was a, it was a ball. Is that why you had, had somebody blowing cocaine up your butt? Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, exactly. It was a Stevie Nicks-inspired oh, show. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I, w- I will say, man, that night, um, <laughs> actually, I, I switched off my usual whiskey, and before I played, I Fireball. had two Hornitos Reposados oh. with a pineapple back. Arr, then after after I played, I had oh the pineapple back. Believe me, actually Hannah, um, Justin and Hannah, of course, were there. Mm-hmm. I love them. Of course. And um, we were chatting about that. And uh, Hornitos tequila. Yeah, Hornitos oh, Reposado. Okay. It's okay, like they're okay. sort of a silver. But um, you know, Hannah wanted a tequila shot, and I'm like pineapple back, and she looked at me like, huh? And I'm like, try this. So she did, and she kind of looked at me afterwards like. There's really something to that. I'm like, I know, just you throw back the shot, and that, that Hornitos Reposado well. is a nice, smooth tequila, and then you just, just take a little sip of that pineapple juice, and it's like, oh, it's, it's awesome. So <laughs> hey, I, got, gotta, I got the thumbs up from Hannah on that. You get a but voicemail from uh, Justin and Hannah. I'm not I sh- left there sober, is just what I wanted to throw out. I left Whoa. there, I had, I had three shots the whole night. <laughs> I left there completely sober. I had three shots. That's sober for me. My average is somewhere between 12 and 20. Jesus Christ. I know. Um, Dude, on my... (laughs) Steve's loving this. No, but I was... You could have pulled me over. Professional. And I would have been like, hi, officer. Yes, sir. I had a few drinks a few hours ago. I'm completely lucid now. I guarantee you I would have been under the legal limit. Oh, after he he was driving Uber for... No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, people? So, let's listen to some voicemails. Yeah, I only freebase before I drive Uber. (laughs) That's the way to do it. I I got a voicemail from Justin and Hannah. I have no idea if it was before or after that show. We have a million voicemails, but that might as well just since we're talking about it. Let's see. Are we going to play the Iggy drop, or are we just going to hey dive guys, in? Hey, Hannah and Justin. Oh, Say hi, Hannah. Hey. Oh, see, she's getting more positive. I'm working on it. Show update. Um, so, Friday night, we started out with Glenn Cannon, the blues trio. Oh, yeah. All right. It was absolutely epic night. It was... It would be funny if he goes, Glenn was so wasted. <laughs> Especially after I got to talk about how sober I was. And I love I love seeing you guys play. I want, I want to see you guys play more and nice. more and more. You guys look so happy up there. We were. We were I absolutely loved it. It was a great night. And 
Yeah, we love the bassist. Guitarist is pretty good too, and, and eh, the drummer. Debatable. But um, uh, Glenn Thomas, Tony, that uh, we're getting the scaredy cat from my mad cat. Thank you for the advice. Um, <laughs> um, and then we went to uh, drove all the way up to Everett. Uh, saw the white. Only in the records. Oh, we won't talk about why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, I know, we don't have any the boys in Jericho Hill. It was another. I had a great time, and it, it was a line. There was a lot of epic things that happened that night. Um, <laughs> it was a good time. Uh, poor Vicky getting her her poor nose bloodied up, and Vicky got effed up, and and the others involved. It was smash. It was an eventful evening. Um, we're trying this new thing where we don't, I don't, well, I'm trying this new thing where I don't get wasted. <laughs> and I actually remember the show. My man. And you know what? Two shows in a row. Got it down, man. Being positive. Love you guys. Nice. See you soon. We want to try to remember what happened after the show. I, I understand exactly <laughs> what he, I, I like to remember what happened during the show. Um, but uh, yeah, Justin, Justin was uh, pretty straight. Um, Ooh. Friday night it's when a I new saw Justin. Him. Well, you know, Justin and I have that in a common. Fun drunk though. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. You know, I always he's great. It's not like if he's throwing bottles at people when he's, he's drunk. A he's just, he just wants to like give people hugs. I just I always more wonder if, drunk like Justin. Like, does Hannah lose her patience? She oh, never, never be. publicly. She's always just a princess publicly. But I wonder if later she's like, I'm going to choke you to death. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I've been wanting to go home for the last five hours, and you keep wanting to have loving more. talks with everybody. More and you're happy to see everyone. I'm not happy to be here anymore. And honestly, <laughs> Hannah's so cool that even if that did happen, she'd be like, no, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know, always people. deny. They're always deny. People. They're solid people. Well, we'll segue that into um, March 21st, man. Big show. The oh. big FMS That's show. Right. Uh, Taryn's coming down, right? Ted's coming down. Taryn Daly and D. Ted Smith will be hosting, hosting at the Crocodile it, right. on Wednesday, March 21st, which is just a couple weeks away. Yeah, yeah. Which I learned yesterday when our, our, our guitarist from Bruiser Birdie, JT, sent us all a text saying, hey, we're a couple weeks away. We should probably practice before this show. You know, like once. <laughs> yeah, we want to. If we get together once, we'll, we'll kill it. But Jeff <laughs> Rouse is in the middle of making a record right the now. The Gemini. So, is, that, is it a guessing game record? I, 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 or is it a new band called The Gemini? I, I kind of got the impression it might have been a Keith Ash project. Because uh, I kept seeing Keith posting about, you know. I'm very confused. I don't. Yeah, when all those guys. So you've got a bunch of powerhouse musicians that are in all these different bands. Because you got Kathy Moore. I mean. Right. It's all of the guessing game, but I don't think it's the guessing game. Yeah. It's some, It's probably someone else's songs. or I don't know how that works. But you just have a bunch of pimps making music together. The Gemini. Yeah. So Je- Jeff's busy with that. He didn't even reply to the should we get together and rehearse text. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't exist right now. He's knee deep in the Gemini. And it was cool, though. I shared it on my Facebook. But, um. Uh, there was a shot um, Steve shared. It was a radio periodical. What, what was that? Magazine radio called? World. Radio World. Radio World. And they did a the big, Gemini. F- big feature on Live Day. Yeah. But the premiere shot of Live Day wasn't, you know, the staff doing the shows or any of that stuff. It was actually a live shot of Bruiser Brody playing. Yep. It you was cool. Maybe that's why Jeff didn't reply to the text, because in the picture, oh. he is he is blocked out. Oh. Jeff and I are way off to the right, man. But everyone's name was there? You can see you, Travis, and JT. And Vicky B. Yeah. Oh, is Vicky B in the dressed, shot? Yeah, squatting down dressed like Fred Durst. I gotta look closer. I saw it. That's the first thing I noticed. It's awesome. No, it's, <laughs> in all seriousness, it's a really, really cool picture. I thought I that was, was awesome. That I was the featured shot. I was legit surprised by that. I was stoked. Yeah. Yeah, I reshared yeah. it, man. Yeah, but, that was pretty badass. I saw you, that you shared that. Oh, well. I was so excited when you sent that, man. Yeah, it's just something cool. It's yeah. so random, and it's like... 
You know, I mean, of, of all places, a radio trade magazine has our picture, like half page. And we were just talking about how we want to be in a magazine. Yeah. Right, I was talking about how I want to be in a magazine. I got us into jugs. Nice. We're in the back by the You Can Be Rich ads. <laughs> all right, I got us. On the back page, yeah, right next to a couple of... Uh, we're page four of High Society. I got that oh. done. Uh, I don't know what that means, but... Yeah. 1-900-BEEF CURTAIN. You know? Yes. We're <laughs> showing our beef curtains. Rev. Oh, wow. You're the first to go. Uh, beef curtains? Do you have to censor that? No. Okay, when you... Rev's looking what? at HighSociety.com. Oh, to see I was trying to find the picture. I was trying to find the picture on Facebook, and I gave up. Oh. If you go to my page, I think it's the last thing yeah, I posted. Yeah, I'm not going to worry about it. Or Brian sent out an email to the staff. Oh, did he? Yeah, it would link, hey, check it all out. Oh, I should look at my email. Yeah, you there and you everyone go. on our staff or should not. look at our email every <laughs> once in a while. But no, so March 21st, Bruiser Brody hits the stage, 8 p.m., and then it's wide only in the wreckage and woodshed, yep. right? That's the bill. Yep, at the That's Crocodile. That's a killer bill, and it's a great show, and MS is something that affects... A lot of people were close to. Um, I shared. Uh, I shared Kyle from Why Only the Wreckage, the guitarist of Why Only. Uh, I shared his story. I did not know what, that he suffers from it. Tommy and said the same thing. Yeah, I, I had not known that, and he shared a very, very powerful uh, essay on Facebook about oh, wow. it. And I shared it on the Steve Miggs page. That's at, cool. So if you go find Steve Miggs, the the, the like page on Facebook, uh, you'll be able to read that. And, and so w- when you read that, it just makes this show even more important. Yeah. Like I know, and also Taryn's mom uh, battles it. Other people that are in our world that are friends with us, friends of the bands, friends of the podcast, mm-hmm. either they're suffering or have Someone friends or family them, yeah. suffering. So it's, 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 it's taken on a life that's just more than just a good cause, but no personal connection. This is a good cause, and there's a lot of personal connections to it. So we'd really like to see people show up yeah. Wednesday the 21st. Not only are you helping raise a lot of money for a great cause, but also you're going to get your face rocked off. Yeah. It's just a cool a cool thing to come be a part of on any level. Just about two weeks from you now. Know? Yeah. yeah. Just just come be a part of it because, you know, so, so many people we love in our Uh-oh. community. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Hey, man. Where's the donut? Other- you got a microphone? You got a microphone right there, man. No, there are no donuts. Yeah, but it was pointing at oh. his crotch. Get your microphone. Thrill, what kind of music are you feeling? There's a microphone right there for you. What kind of music do you feel right now? Ah, like, goddamn genre. A genre. John, I don't know, whatever you call the Commodores, right? And I, I say this because this Big morning, all I was doing was singing Easy Like Sunday Morning, man. I don't know why, but it's in my head. I'm not staying long. I just want to say this. I got in the elevator to come up here, and this woman with a very dry voice said, there's thrill. Ah. But then that was her scream. But she's wearing ah. a goddamn uh, uh, a Bruiser Brody shirt. Bruce, really? Bruce. Our band shirt? Yes. Who the hell was so, that? So I don't know. She's coming here to pick up tickets that she won for Pearl Jam. But I was just oh, on the elevator with her. I think her. her name's Krista. I think I saw it on Maybe, Facebook. Maybe, dude. She's wild. She's fun. She's cool, dude. But yeah. Uh, but she had your shirt on, and then says, "Man, I've been to all of their shows." <laughs> Wow. I was like, right on, man. Oh, I found some sexy music for you. That's killer. What do you got? I'm down for this. See, I can hang with this, man. I don't know if it's a bass thing, but like anything. Want to give us a talk in, dude? Oh, yeah. Listen to the smooth, smooth sounds of 103.9754. That's right. Your weather right now is sunny outside, ladies and gentlemen. That's why I let you take your shirts off, show us your tees. <laughs> Works. You yeah, give a shout I'm out to the so lady with the voice. And Chrissy, who sent me the vagina pic. Hey, thanks a lot, Mama. Shade. 
Ain't no shame in in shaving. Thanks, man. Oh yeah, she had your shirt on. Stoked about the band. I'm gonna eat a pierogi and a a euro. 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 Little Russian Greek. He's gonna go eat European money. Part of the federal government, Russia. Good luck. Euros are gross. Well, that's cool. Well, that was the shortest visit ever from there. I know. Usually it's a little more long winded, but he got food. I still got a good laugh. He usually walks in with food in his hand. I I know. know. That's why he he dictates with his food, which is something I love. He had to go back and get it. I mean, you don't know what fear is until you've had Thrill shake a taco at you, dude. (laughs) You You will pay attention while yelling, shave. There's a visual. Why don't we do a couple voice? What time is it? Uh, yeah, a couple voicemails, emails, and text messages. Yeah, this is our voicemail spectacular. Ah, it is. We got one in. Yeah, we have one. Stevie just gave a gift to Glenn. I got an Ooh. awesome Metallica pint glass. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's it's really cool. Kill them all. Ride the lightning. Master Kill, ride, master, justice, black, Girl. load, reload, anger, death, hardwired. Suck it down. And then I got Metallica logos of both <laughs> Windowpane and Glenn Cannon. Oh, and the Metallica font. Yeah, cool. and it's kind of cool. The Glenn Cannon one reminds me a lot of the, uh, the little bat throwing stars. Oh, yeah. Um, that the Dark Knight uses. Oh. So I'm excited about that on multiple levels. <laughs> like it's Len Keno. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Nel Gnanik. Thanks, man. That is really cool. You're Thank welcome. you, bro. Steve is uh, <clears throat> I always. I, I don't always bring That's awesome, out. man. Thanks, brother. One of welcome. my all-time favorite moments ever was like the, one of the first times I met Steve when I worked at the end, and he gave me a gift. It was like one of the, the first times where like somebody got me a gift because of what I do for a living, and it actually... It was something I was excited to get. Like it, it made sense. It was thoughtful. Do you remember fouls. what it was? Oh, I can't believe. It. Um, I was it a Rocky T-shirt? Yes. Nice. I, I, you know, I give it to you at KSW though. No, it was at yes. the end. No, it was KSW. Uh, I thought it was at the end. Steve, <laughs> have you been drinking? <laughs> what did you give me at the end then? I don't remember giving you anything. I, like, I've sat in a. See, I'm a super. Uh, yeah, Glenn, I am a super fan of his because I've sat in with him at the end. I send him a, a Patreon payment every month to be a fan. <laughs> of I really appreciate you. Uh, uh, I could have sworn that was at the end. No, it was at KSW. Uh, cause never mind. Because I, I was you having slow a down on the Molly, bro. You're killing too many brain cells. Yes. I have like a lot of holes in this. <laughs> in fact, uh, wait, wait, that music did feel good on my brain. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll show you how to free base. <laughs> <laughs> This kind of music fills those holes up. Yeah, it's like it putty for the brain. Putty. Or, or putty. <laughs> putty. No, I also sat with him on an episode over at K-Rock. And K-Rock days. Yeah, that that was interesting. Yeah. And that's the best way to describe <laughs> that experience. All right, okay. All right. The game I had to play was interesting. What game did you have to play? I was, we had a... Some Did you play the jack-off game? It wasn't no. like anal ring so toss. What? I made to do a Jack Nicholson impression. Oh. oh, he called it a jack-off. Yeah, he called it the jack-off. <laughs> Thank you for your context. Oh. And you know what the funny part was? We did that contest. 30 minutes later, we got called into the office, and we got fired. 
and they flipped the formats to Jack. So the last bit that we did on our morning show before we got fired and the station became Jack FM was, was Jack the Jack off. off. Fitting. I got to imagine that the, the, the suits at that company were like, oh, those guys are such idiots. They have no idea what they're, they're foreshadowing. Right. It was weird. Yeah, that, that, that has the Dark Lord hand. Like, in, right? That's just too... That was really weird. Yeah. Like, hey, that was Wouldn't fun. Wouldn't it be funny if you... Let's have a fun jack-off contest. And <laughs> jack I lo- Nicholson. I love the Rev's ease as that he doesn't have to censor mm-hmm. any of this yeah. because of the yeah. context. Yeah. yeah. Jack Nicholson. I watched yeah. his shoulders drop. That's why you're the... <laughs> what? So were you part of the whole Olympics? No, well, no. Do you remember wasn't that? Really, a dumb, it was a dumb game to win cure tickets. Oh, it was like um, it was called pictures of me, or I can't remember what. All there was a bunch of pictures on the back of Big Ron's back, uh-huh. and we had to rip something off to match. And <laughs> yeah, it was that's, dumb. That's, I smoked a lot of pot. So when you I guys are doing a visual ideas. prop on a oh, radio yeah. show, <laughs> dude. My favorite. That makes sense, <laughs> dude. K Rock, we went off the rails, like because nobody was listening. So we we had we did the whole Olympics. And Joe Dredd was involved in it. My man. Right. Yeah, I know. That guy. (laughs) Probably was for kiss tickets. He loves Um, And we legitimately had prostitutes competing with listeners. You got prostitutes in? Well, here's the thing. They were supposed to come in all week. And I set it up so that they would come in all week. And they only showed up one day and never came back. How did you, one, how, how did you get them up that early in the morning? Two, how did you find them? The stranger. Yeah. They yeah. were uh, escorts. Oh, they were escorts. Yeah. It wasn't like you went and talked to street workers and said, what you doing no, tomorrow morning? Oh No, but these girls were pretty much street. I mean, they were nasty. They were nasty. And they came in and one contest was we painted um, the handle to a plunger and gave them sandpaper. And I whoever could get that. the paint off the handle I the quickest. I remember that one. By like jerking This it. is kind of awesome. Yeah. Yeah. There were other stupid games. My favorite of all the dumb games we ever Your did. Your ratings didn't go through the roof? I know, right? No one knew it was happening. <laughs> no, it was poorly marketed. I would have listened like crazy. My favorite bit that we ever did, and then it got shut down soon after, where we're not allowed to have any drunk listeners in studio anymore. Oh. Written, we did Drunken Idol, which was great. We got yeah. people drunk all morning, and then they had to sing. <laughs> That's that, amazing. That was pretty awesome, because like... At the end of the day, like girls are making out with the guys in the competition. It was just a freaking mess. Yeah. But then I was like, well, that's, that went over really well. Let's do another drunk thing. So I came up with this drunk house. Yes. I remember we that. We brought in a bunch of wood and tools, and you had to get drunk and then build something. <laughs> because that is the epitome of safety. Here's some nails and a hammer. Yes. yes. <laughs> Yes. I Even I remember listening and just being like, oh, that's a bad idea. A oh, that's idea. a terrible idea. I'm going to keep listening. Yeah. And you know what the thing was? We didn't get in trouble because people were drunk building stuff in the studio. We got in trouble because one of them got so drunk, they ran to the bathroom, but weren't able to get to the bathroom in time and puked all over a salesperson's jacket oh. on their chair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got in a lot of trouble for that. I mean, we dry cleaned it, but that person You're would never talk to us again. You're directly affecting the station's <laughs> revenue stream at that point, man. Not my problem. The bathroom's right by sales. <laughs> Um, there's something I've been wanting to ask you for the longest time. Yeah. Oh, here it goes. I, I, Rev will know this. Glenn probably never heard this. The um, win Andy's money. The guy where the he this guy tambled, gambled his tax refund and Tim. lost, and he went ape poop. Yes. Is it was that real? Yes. Okay. Oh no, I don't know this. What? what? This was Tim. epic, dude. We did a contest, and it was right around tax season. I think this is like the first week you guys were on K-Rock, too. Yeah, it was relatively soon. And, and we did a thing where you had to gamble your tax refund. And Towards what? I can't remember, to be honest with you. It was something. 
It was something like where you had to bet on something, and if, it was simple, like a card game. And how did you collect this guy's money? He had it cashed out and just brought it in. Oh, so he was in studio. Oh, yes. And he lost. And he's like, oh, haha, this is not... This isn't funny anymore. I want my money. And Andy, no, being Andy, he's like, yeah, no. being Andy, as like, thanks for your money. So the guy just knocks over chairs. He comes back Andy, really, falling him apart. It was chaos. I thought for sure the guy was going to kill us. And I'm just like, this is amazing. How much money was it? Like, I can't remember. Maybe was it like a thousand or five hundred? Fifteen hundred dollars. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good return. Yeah, Tim and was not happy. Andy lying. stood his ground. He did. And I thought for sure at some point he'd be like, yeah, just take the money. But Andy was, I so can't remember. No, he had autographs to buy. We're I going out to party on this, man. There was, there was something that the money was going to, if I remember correctly. I don't remember. I, I don't no. think it was going to Andy's pocket. It might have been like a listener party the or something. The guy went berserk in studio. Yeah. Yeah. He started flipping things over, went at him, and then eventually, like, I mean, as soon as it got to the point where, like, bodies were being touched, everything kind of calmed down. But at first, I was like, geez, this guy's going to kill us. And I'm in the middle of all this. This was all broadcast. Oh, yeah. It was live on the radio. Why was I not listening to the station, man? Why wasn't anybody listening to it, apparently? Well, if they were, we probably would have gotten kicked off the air a lot quicker. Oh, what yeah, a fantastic program. <laughs> still, to my, I, still one of my all-time favorite bits, though, was we were giving away audio slave tickets. And the way that we did it, I was always trying to find a tie-in to a dumb, like to a song, to something about the band. So I was always trying to find something so that way when we play this game... There's a connection to this, the band or the tickets that we're giving away. So I'm like racking my brain. I'm getting really stoned one night. And I'm like, I got it. <laughs> Audio slave. All right. Let me think of some songs. You know, and I'm like, oh, like a stone. All right. If I get a stone, mm. attach it to a person's wiener and have them race with it. <laughs> and we call it the stone to the bone contest. <laughs> Fast forward to being live on the air. Oh, God. At the bottom of Denny Hill, we had like five guys <laughs> with a big cinder block chained. Oh, God, I remember that. Around their dong. <laughs> Somehow. I can't remember how it was attached, but it was attached to their wiener and out oh. the zipper. So that way you didn't see any bone. Yeah, yeah. So they had to, what, drag these cinder blocks or something? They had a race from the bottom of, of Denny Hill all the way back to the radio station that was at 1100 Olive Way. Dude. Yeah. But of course, we cared about their safety. They had to obey all street lights. <laughs> so that's we, not like fifty yards, bro. No. That's like twelve blocks. But here's the thing: we had, I think, Jody or somebody with them, and as she's reporting, all you hear is like the ghost of Christmas past. You just hear these chains rattling. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Whoa! You can't do these games anymore. Ever since that person died by holding their pee. Yeah. Radio stations are a lot more. Oh, what? I mean, even what? Like, oh, that, oh, you haven't heard oh, this? Oh, what? yeah, yeah. What? So there was a contest in Sacramento. Sacramento, a, one of our company, our, our station mm-hmm. in Sacramento. Intercom, Intercom killed yeah. someone. Well, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Did, uh, it was called "Hold Your Wee for a Wee." I wish you could have seen the look on Steve's face, it's everybody. Like, like, ah. He looked at me like, "Yes." <laughs> She's like, "There's no delicate way to put that." Yeah. Yes. They, yeah. This was at the height of all the Wii. <laughs> Game consoles? Yeah, nobody could get one. No, okay, get one. okay. So this, this you know, they, 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 <sighs> the time old contest was you put your hand on a car, and until somebody finally is the last person right, on the, the car, person, you win. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, they were doing a, a different version of it where you had to hold your pee, you had to be in the station, you had to hold your pee, and whoever held it the longest, 
of all the people won the Wii. So you hold your Wii for a Wii. So I figure a bunch of people wet themselves, yeah. That's or, what you're kind of hoping for, essentially. Yeah. Or they give up and they run to the bathroom and they're out. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, and mind so, you, there are nurses calling during this game saying this is not safe. Yeah, don't do this. And the radio, the morning show is like, ah, ha, ha, We're having them continually drink more water. More, oh, you're making them drink water. water. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. That way it would be, you know, hopefully it, it wouldn't would make go them on have for to four go to days. the bathroom. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Well, one woman was a real go-getter and wanted to win them. And she held and held and held until she died. Water so poisoning. You can die from holding yes. your urine. Water poisoning, yes. She died. Continually she died. Yes. She died. And, and now we don't do games anymore. Th- that was just like that. What station? What market? Uh, 107.9 The End, which doesn't exist anymore. Go figure. In Sacramento. In Sacramento? Yeah, it, was a po- it, was it was a top yeah. 40 station. I can only imagine now, are, are, is that air staff still in the air? No. they. Or got, did they do a, dude, I'm, someone died, I'm out? A lot of them are still, they're, they're not on there. there. They, got, they all got fired, of course. Um, they got fired. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, I mean, well, that's the thing. They feel bad enough. Someone's dead, and now right. you're going to fire them, too. I, know, I don't think that's necessary, but... It's oh, one of those you, things where the yeah. company probably was just like, we don't know what else to do. We So so you lost your job, and you, you killed, killed somebody. Someone. Yeah. Dude, that's like... That's insane. <laughs> that's funny, but that's awful. I know. <laughs> that is awful, man. One of them, I eventually she changed her name, and now she's like a big-time radio personality in New York. Like, hey. She eventually, because she was like... Got through it. She had to change her name because yeah. there was a stigma against these personalities. They were, they were unhirable. Yeah. I don't know why, but I guess on the resume, if you say you killed somebody in a radio contest, other radio stations do not want to hire you. Yeah. I'd be like, this person's serious about their work. So now let's jump to, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Thanks, Thanks for getting my back oh, on that, Jesus. man. I love you, buddy. Dude, so how about this? This just shows how warped I am at the time. So about a year later, not even maybe, I suggest that we do a game called Hold Your Wee for a Wee. And the contest is somebody comes in and we hand them a Wii and say, okay, now hold it. And they hold it and we go, congratulations, you won. And, that's the game. <laughs> and our boss, no, they're, they're like, not funny. They're like, we're no. not, you really think we're going to run that by our company after what happened? I'm yeah. like, I'm like, that's just how brilliant is that? People are wig. They're going to do it again. People are going to tune in, wanting to find out. I can't believe this show is doing that hold your Wii for a Wii contest. And all that really is going to happen is we're just basically handing over a Wii to somebody that was willing to hold that Wii. No, nah, it didn't, it didn't fly. go for yeah, it. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm Again, sometimes Steve, when you get like, stoned and come up with ideas, you know, it's not necessarily dude, the best. I was going to say, like, coming yeah. up back in the days, like, he's like giving away tickets to go see the fat boys. So he does, you know, fat, eat, fat eat liners. Till you die. Where basically, it's like we're going to stop your heart and whoever can stay down <laughs> the longest. So instead of flat liners, it's fat liners. And we'll bring you back and whoever can stay down the longest gets uh, the fat boy tickets. I lived for And this is a Steve games. Miggs contest. Dude, one time I got, I did get nervous. But we were giving away Deck to Hall Ball or, no, Enfest uh, tickets. And I was at a Jamba Juice. The Jamba Juice, yeah, and I decided to have a contest where I got I bought because you know, I'm a, a man that believes in paying for my art. I bought five of those big Jamba Juices. They're frozen drinks, and whoever could finish one of the fastest oh, would win. Freeze. So they all got brain freeze. They're <laughs> flopping on the floor. One guy just starts going. He gets halfway through it and just 
collapses. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, man. Bad idea. I didn't stop anyone. But I was like, <laughs> he got up. He's like, that was crazy, man. I got so freaking high from it. We've done some insane things. We had a dude get branded with tool on his chest. <sighs> yep. We had a dude get belt a- Belt sander. Yeah, the belt sander to the chest. We had a guy do uh, uh, get a prison tattoo from his buddy, a Hawks logo with a prison tattoo. Thing. Like, he, like literally made These it a prison. These were their ideas. Don't look at me. Yeah, These yeah, people yeah. are idiots for going through with it. Although I did have an idea. I mean, idea. if you want to broadcast someone being stupid, I don't think that's on you. One of the ideas that I, I had <laughs> was uh, got us uh, to the point where the Seahawks would never work with us again, if you remember correctly. Was that the uh, field goal kicks? Oh, yes. Yep. I had two games. We were giving away <laughs> Seahawk playoff tickets. <laughs> Now, mind you, what did you do, Stephen? What point, did you do? At this point, the Seahawks are letting us come to games. They're putting our picture on the big screen. What did you do, Stephen? It's going well. well. What did you do? Okay, Don't game one. Idea. Game one was like the punt competition. Mm-hmm. And what you had to do is you had a football, and you had to hold it between your legs. And I had like a female soccer player. She came, and she came running start from one end of the stage to the other. Run, Boom. run, run. Kick that freaking soccer ball. Or that football right up into your boys. Yeah. If you want to do that, you want a pair of tickets. Yep. Next guy had to staple the tickets to his testicles. And yep. if he was willing to do that, he got the ticket. I think that was both at a live event, right? It was. It and was we at, got kicked out of that place. We got kicked out of that place. Well, that was because of the uh, potato, um, mashed potato wrestling. Yeah, because the it's potatoes got, like, yeah, the potato. Stained the walls. Yeah, stained the walls in their big projector screen. Is that FX McCrory's, I believe? May it rest in peace. And the Seahawks yeah, yeah, yeah. said, we're done. We, we're are never cool. gi- we are never giving you tickets again. <laughs> oh, they really said that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, see, I never got to be the behind-the-scenes oh. stuff. That was so early in what I was oh. doing. I'm just imagining oh. your PD being like, Steve, oh, hair club uh, not. can he, you come uh, in my office for a minute, buddy? But here's the thing. <laughs> he wasn't happy, but I ran these games by him. He approved it. Absolutely. Yep. So... He approved someone getting a ticket stapled to their sack. Yeah. (laughs) I love Hair Club, man. I've always loved him. That seems like a good idea. I've always loved him, but. (laughs) So here was legit bomb. I'm going to start calling him Diamond Dave now, man. (laughs) Yeah, he had way too much trust and faith in my ideas. Like, oh, that sounds fine. Gosh, dude. It's how how you presented it. Somebody got a testicle ruptured by that soccer player, bro. They signed a waiver, man. True. <laughs> I mean that—that's liability. And who was this us. chick? Was she laughing and smiling, or yeah. was she? Oh yeah, she loved it. She was into yes. it. And of course she was. she was. Oh, and she was hot. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That kind of works, but I'm still filled filled with fear. Like, oh yeah, you should be. Oh, the guy got tickets. They ended up winning the Super Bowl that year. It's I think it was honor. that season. It's a good honor. It was a good year. <laughs> and he's sterile. And he's like worth it. <laughs> he can't worth speak. It. He can't even speak. Oh. oh God. We had a lot of stupid games. A lot. <sighs> I can't, right. even, I can't even remember. Like, I forgot more stupid games than we've done. That's crazy, man. Yeah. I still like the drunk singing one. Oh, Drunken Idol was awesome. Drunken Idol we sounds can't like do, a good we, time. I mean, we can't do anything. I mean, it's just karaoke night, but we, just at like now, wait, 7 in the morning. How are we going to do our, our, our drunk cast? Oh, remember? it's fine. We all... Is that because it's a podcast? I don't know. Uh, no, there was no... I wasn't... It was never... Like, the Drunken Idol was very, uh, like, looked upon as being a great successful bit in the eyes of everybody. But it was banned. 
this well, drunk house was banned. Yeah, because because he, he because of the circular tools. saw incident, <laughs> because of sharp objects, and also because somebody puked on a sales mainly because someone puked on someone a sales puked on a salesperson. If that person never puked on that person's <laughs> this drunk jacket, house. Steve sits up a great bed. name. That was he a great name for it. <gasps> this drunk house. You know exactly what you're getting with that. I'm like as long as you know Bob Vila. Oh, I know what we can do. Let me call Andy. <laughs> oh, man, my face hurts. Dude, the I last said... 20 minutes have been incredible. <laughs> Welcome oh, to the weird world of radio. That's great, man. Oh, good times. Good times. So how about the voicemails? Oh, we're out of time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, that was fun. Uh, you know, we'll be quick before we okay, do go. Okay. Our voicemails are like the Matt Damon of this program. All we need to do is get Jimmy Kimmel in here to be like, it's time for our voicemails. <laughs> oh, we've week. ran out of time. Maybe next week. Uh, Glenn, you're selling your car. Yeah. I want to get the word out because I know that you have, oh, a, yeah. you have um, big plans. Go to yes. your Facebook page. Yeah, just go to my Actually, what's been cool is a ton of people have shared it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're not familiar, I'll put it on the Migscast page, actually. Okay. I'll share the Ooh, album, yeah. but yeah. Um, it's a 1966 Pontiac Le Mans. Um, it's a beautiful car. It's my daily driver for years and years and years, and I've poured a ton of time and energy into the hot rod. Um, I was at the point where- Yeah, if anyone's listening to this podcast, they know that blood, sweat, and tears have gone into that. Oh, uh, and if, you're, if you follow me on Facebook, you've probably seen photos of this car a million times. It's actually a gorgeous car. It, it's always needed painted. Um, and it said, it said there's some rust, the kind of thing you'd expect on a car that old. It, but it's honestly pretty straight, really clean car. I find them, and I mean total S boxes, junk, you know, junk for between like four and eight grand. People are asking for these things, and they're definitely project cars. Finished ones seem to fetch usually over twenty thousand. Um, I've seen a few that were just screaming deals around sixteen to eighteen thousand. So I'm asking, and I'm willing to, you know, I'm willing to discuss it. I'm not going to be stupid, but um, I'm asking fourteen thousand five hundred for mine. What year? It is a 1966 Pontiac Le Mans, oh, as seen in such movies as Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, uh, uh, honestly, if you've ever seen Emergency, it's it's a GTO. It's a 66 GTO. Um, <laughs> different engine, different tail lights, basically. But it's it's a killer car, and that's the thing too is it's. It needs finished, right? For a couple grand to get the bodywork done and the paint done, you've got a gorgeous hot rod. But it's a turnkey car. You can turn the key and drive it and enjoy it right now. And even as it is, it turns heads everywhere I go. Um, you want to get bitches? Get Glenn's car. Dude, it's dope. <laughs> it, it is really gorgeous. I'll share it on the Mix Cast page. But, um, yeah, basically, um, uh, I'm going to do... It's one of those, Everyone's like, why are you selling this car, man? You love that car. And I do. I always love that, but, though. And I know people's hearts are in the right no, place. No, it's killer. But it's, it's always killer. like... I don't mind that. Don't do it. It's like, well, I'm sure Glenn put a lot of thought in... I thought right. about it long and hard. Right. Here, here's don't, what's don't rub going it in. on. There, there's several, several things at play. One is um, my wife's Volkswagen, which you've heard me refer to as Baby Hitler. Mm-hmm. Baby Hitler has to go. I often fantasize about setting it on fire and then calling the cops and be like, someone create arson on my little Volkswagen. They set it on fire. It's like, going to be like a scene from Office Space. Look, if nothing, I hope nothing bad ever happens to that car, and I hope nothing bad ever happens to your neighbor, because right? the cops are going to knock on your door if they listen when to this podcast. Like I some, said, my, uh, alibi, my alibi is the fact, why would I be stupid enough to talk about it and then do it? Um, but that's what a lot of people say. Well, mm-hmm. hey, man, innocent until proven, you know, me right, too. OJ. But, uh, 
Anyway, Tawny's, we got to get Tawny's Volkswagen gone. There's also a couple people that were really amazingly cool to Tawny and I when we were in the process of buying our home. They helped us out a little bit financially. And so I want to knock that in the head. Yeah, mm-hmm. Get him a group on the uh, grill. Yeah, the yeah. Honestly, it was a lovely night once again, Michelle. <laughs> thank you. Um, and the last bit and the main catalyst was I'm buying myself a goddamn Harley Davidson. Oh, oh. and becoming a biker. I've wanted one for. I haven't ridden since I left Maryland. I've wanted one for two decades, and every year the fever has gotten worse and worse and worse. Got a fever. So here I am, going, man. How am I going to get myself a Harley? How am I going to do this? Do I borrow? Do I get a loan? That's another payment. If I go on tour, what if I can't afford it? So on and on and on. And then I started looking at it. And uh, you guys know I'm driving for Uber and Lyft now. So my my hot rod has been... Can you do Uber and Lyft on a Harley? That'd be awesome. Actually, it would be pretty good. Get on the back of my hog. Let's Um, go. Hog rides. I'm going to order an Uber right now. The Pontiac Pontiac's been parked in my carport since December. I'm I'm looking at it and I'm like, I haven't turned the key in, in two months. And then it started, I really started thinking about it, like, man, I get myself a Harley, get Tawny's car like replaced, and tighten up, and, and neither of these people that, 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 there's two people, that uh, Craig Randall and Ryan Hughes, Craig Randall primarily, bless his heart, um, stepped up and helped us out with a couple of things that we just need to button up to get the house closed. Right. And nobody is sweating Tawny and I over that money, it's one of, it's, and it's not a lot of money, it's not some, oh, I'm in huge debt, I gotta sell my car, it's really not like that. But at the same point, it's but still... I can come correct with these people yeah, if I totally, make this move. Man, yeah. right. So, And these are people that have been really good to my wife and I. So what it's really about is I want a Harley Davidson. I want to replace my <laughs> wife's car. And and in getting myself a Harley and replacing my wife's car, I can also square up these people that were so good to us. It's like four birds so, with one stone. Yeah, right it's, it's not. Everyone, I think initially a lot of people were like, oh my God, he's in terrible debt. He's having to sell his car. That is not the case. Um, I get to knock some debts out, which is awesome. I'm doing this so I look badass at the same time. Dude, with your I'm gonna get yeah, a Harley. Man. And man, Tony and I have been talking endlessly about just you know putting her on the back of the bike and disappearing for a day. And it's oh, nice. saying banging. Oh, uh, dude, it's it's gonna be a Tony and I thing. <laughs> it's gonna be a Tony and I thing for real, man. Nice. So it's uh. Can we start a Mig's Cast Motorcycle Club? I'm down. All right. MC, MC. MC, yeah. MC. All right. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that works out, yeah. But Mick, it's, it's all Mick, good. Mick for life. That's why I'm selling the car. You can go to my Facebook page, Mick, Mick. which I'm, I'm Mick, maxed Mick. out on friends, but you should still be able to look at photos. You can go to my Facebook page, look at the car. Or go it's, to the Mig's Cast page. Yeah, post it on I Mix will Cast. share the album on the Mig's Cast page as soon as possible. Um, if you go to Craigslist Seattle, it's there, and it I listed it on eBay Motors yesterday morning. I've already got seven people following it. Oh, heck yeah, they are. So I think it's a fair price. Uh, I'm willing to to talk about that price. So like I said, man, finished ones go for twenty thousand and change all day long. I'll knock five hundred for a handy, and you know, <laughs> and the ones oh, that are clapping, undrivable, right? clap, just clap, clap. undrivable cars. They're they're <laughs> total projects. They're they're getting five and six grand for those. So. Anyway, that is what's up. That is why I'm selling the car, and th- I wouldn't have even brought that up, but thanks for I bringing saw, it up. I, I was like, I remember it just as we were ready to go. I'm like, well, I want to make sure people get the word out there, because I know yeah. you've shared the stories. There might be somebody that's been drooling over that car, and if you are, here's your chance to get it. Well, and the, and or at least f- spread the word to people that you might know that mm-hmm. do like those kind of cars. They might be interested in The photo album is full disclosure, so you'll have all the pretty pictures of the car first, then the brand new interior is, is featured. And then every picture after that, literally, I documented every the speck of rust on that car. So you know exactly what you're buying. You're buying a car that needs finished. That said, you can drive it for six years the way it is, the way I have been, and people go, dude, nice car. So, you know, I just want to be clear about that. This this is a, a hot rod that needs finished. It's not a completely finished car, which is why it's only fourteen grand instead of twenty.
Um, and I've had people say, dude, why don't you just spend another two, three grand and finish it and get 20 out of it. Yeah. And it's a lot of work, man. No, nah, man. I, I want a bike before the weather turns. Yep. So the time is now. And yeah. So all I'm right. selling my hot rod, guys. Well, let's all get on the back of uh, Glenn's hot rod. Are you Glenn's <laughs> Harley Davidson? Hold on. <laughs> let's go. Come on, Glenn. Here Come we on. go. Kick that. Kick it in high gear. All right. Let's get out of here. <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling. That was a beautiful segue. That was so well done. Once we got there, yeah. Hey, come see Bruiser Brody, Woodshed, Wine Only the Wreckage yes. at yes. the FMS Benefit uh, at the Crocodile on the 21st. March 21st, uh, we'll be there with uh, Taryn Daly. She'll be hosting. The Ted Smith will be hosting. And typically, whenever KISW's crew makes their way out to something, other members of the station end up there as well. So I wouldn't be surprised. And if you happen to have video cameras and you want to video it, let me know. Because yeah. <laughs> I'd like to get some video done and maybe... I like, I like the Chronicle. We don't play a lot of shows, so I want to make sure that... Yeah, yeah, we're capturing them. Capturing all the shows that we can. I might have a video crew, but if not, it'd be good that... Maybe Andy and his, his crew yeah, at Top Left. Top Left. Yeah, God I love you. Don't want to put him on the spot, but if you <laughs> love us... You I, I want to throw out, too, and I completely forgot about this, but I am doing an acoustic show this coming Thursday at Studio 7. It's an all-unplugged night. Uh, my bro Phil Kennedy's playing. Jonas from 10 Miles Wide is playing. JT and I, music's over. Ah, JT and I are more. doing a set. Um, is, that, is that the one with the, the dude from Trap? And yeah, the, the whole thing's being headlined by the singer of Trap. And it's an all-acoustic cool. showcase at Studio 7 this coming Thursday. The music starts at 7.30. Um, and it's a killer bill. Like I said, my, my bro Phil Kennedy, Ben Axman's playing with him. Um, Jonas okay. Beckman from 10 Miles Wide. That's Me and JT Phillips from Bruiser Brody. And everything. And everything. <laughs> um, doing a lot of my material that no one's really heard. And a brand new song I just wrote recently. I'm really excited. I wanted to debut more. But I'm only going to be able to debut the one. Um, and that is this Thursday night at Studio 7. So come down. It's going to be a really cool show. Come down and see us. Speaking of Studio 7, you might be seeing people sharing an online petition on their Facebook pages. Be sure to click on it. Sign the petition. Obviously, they're dealing with a lot of controversy and a lot of bull crap. Uh, so we just want the local scene, the local musicians, just people who love going there. We obviously have a lot of love for Studio 7A because of Tracy and uh, uh, and also because of uh, Nicole. Yep. And, and also that's where Mix, Mix Fest has been the last couple of years. So yep. sign the petition just to let the politicians know that we give a crap. Stay positive. We love you guys. Get out of here so you don't have to play the song again. Oh, wait. Hold on. we got to get on the Harley one Hey, more Steve, time. man. What's going on? Here? I just want to get on the back of your Harley, man. See you guys next week. Hi, right. boy. <laughs> Can I hold you tighter? <laughs> hold me tighter, Steve and me. Oh, there we go. It's, we're just driving around the block. Touch my penis on the freeway. All right. Oh, coming back around. It's not a lot of traffic. <laughs> Michelle, thank you again for a lovely <laughs> evening. I love you. All right, I'm turning the mics off. Now. We should all go together. Oh, yeah. You can ride on the bike. I'm just too nervous. I don't want to talk. I'm afraid I'm going to fall off the bicycle. Oh, dude, dude, dude. I can pull a first Mad Max. We can tie your neighbor to the motorcycle, and I'll drag her around. Now we're done. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.